The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up, Jay Foreman, DP, Austin on the ones and twos. The trio is back. This is old school, brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients and butcher shop, 84th and Havelock, and 30th and Yankee Hill. Every type of meat and every type of cut. The little opening there, I did a little pause because I was going to say three, so then you had people firing up the text line. I feel like didn't want that right now. We, yeah. we got plenty of stuff to do on the text line. What you mean, Jay? <laughs> right? But we're going to do to put the recap on the NFL, man, because I think, uh, you know, the Vikings, I think, well, they surprised me. I was definitely uh, caught off guard how well they played. They're a talented team, but I think they, you know, they were, I felt like they were due for a bad year record wise because out of the 13 wins, the 11 of them were one score games. And you just can't, you know, be consistently, you know, in the, in the double digit wins in the NFL like that. So I felt like this would just be a year that, that they wouldn't, but they, you know, rose from the, the depths of hell last night and really showed, a totally different game plan and a totally different team against one of the best teams in the league, regardless of who they had out, because they had Justin Jefferson out, and that's their pretty much lifeline. So um, the Vikings were were a really good surprise. Kirk Cousins won a primetime game at night at home against a top-ranked defense that didn't have anybody out. Um, so, you know, for the small part of a Viking fan in me, I was pleasantly surprised, but I was more surprised at how San Fran played. And I think they're going into a bye week. So being on Monday night, having an extra game um, really was surprising because, you know, you want to go into the bye week, you know, obviously with a win, but then also the way that they played after that first touchdown did not look like San Francisco. And it was, you know, rather disappointing. Um, And so it'd be interesting to see how they move forward and how they continue. I mean, I think they're going to be one of the, top seeds in the playoffs. And they, oh, they don't have a bye week. They have Cincinnati next week, so so I stand corrected. But then there you go. You play Cincinnati at home. That's no joke right there. Cincinnati's defense is quiet as kept. It's one of the best in the league. Another team that's trying to identify. Yeah, and they're, they they're, are, they're getting right? on a roll. Their quarterback's getting healthy. Uh, Jamar Chase is unstoppable. That defense is doing some things and kept their head above water. San Francisco is in some trouble right now because you got to think when you look at their schedule, 
They come out of the bye week and go to, to Jacksonville. That's a long trip. They'll probably beat Tampa, right, at home. Okay, it's a long trip for for Tampa. They go at Seattle where they have notoriously, and I've been there, struggled up there. Hard place to play. Seattle knows them. They know Seattle. Seattle's, a, you know, they're up, you know, they're, they, they're button up. Then you go at Philly. Then you go Seattle at home. Then you get a little bit of a, you know, break. You go to Arizona. But then you got Baltimore, independent of Lamar Jackson. The way Baltimore looked this weekend, you in trouble. Which one you get? And then you got before New Year's or New Year's Eve, you go on a long trip trip out to uh, Washington D.C. And then you, the last game of the season is, is against the Rams at home. You, you are in vacation for Christmas. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, listen, those are the games you go out to D.C. It's going to be cold and windy, <clears throat> gloomy going to look like this at seven o'clock in the morning you can fall asleep being a west coast team out there and get beat so they're you know they're not on as uh good as footing as they were before overall i think the nfl had a decent weekend some teams showed some life some teams have shown some ugliness and in particularly my buffalo bills right and the thing about them is when they really play well offensively josh allen plays more like a game manager and it, I hate saying that because the guy that comes to mind is Trent Dilfer, right? But would but for Josh Allen, if he has that type of mindset, he becomes more a more of an explosive runner. The offense is more on rhythm, and the intermediate passing game opens up Stephon Diggs. So it's, it actually works smarter, not harder. What do you think? I worry about teams that in week eight. Mm, this depends, yeah still haven't figured out who they are. We're talking about the NFL. College, I understand sometimes how that happens. Because sure. you get news play, new players, transfer portal. Of course, the NFL has free agency, so there's always that. But for teams that are supposed to be in the top third, who are trying to get into the top quarter, this is where the line is. Buffalo has zero excuses. They knew from a talent standpoint what they needed to move up. Well, everybody else is making moves. Philly's making moves. That part. Like a mug. I mean, Philly's, that had, part. Philly's identifying talent, injury, and say, so, you know what, we're going to go get an all-pro from a team that's selling in the Tennessee Titans, and they upgraded the position. And they outdrafted them. Well, yeah, they already did that, but they said, listen, we've had we've got some injuries. We might not. You know, their safety position is a weak weak point, which hurts the corners. The corners can't be as aggressive because they don't trust the guys on the back end. Well, we're going to, you know what? For us defense, defensively, we're going to remedy that. We're going to go get an all-pro that erases everything that uh, has been ugly. In the, in, I mean, so. And then yeah. how, who's mentoring Josh Allen? That, that That's my real question. Who's, whose voice is it? That's in his head. Is it the head coach? Besides Stefan Diggs said I'm open. Well, well, but that, well, well, but that's, I mean, Jay, that's always, Joe Theismann used to talk about this all the time, that he had to be sure to control whose voice he heard the most in his head. Right. Because at any given time, right, it could be Art, it could be Gary, it could be Joe Gibbs, it could be yeah. coordinator, it could be the, the Hogs. Joe Bugle, right? it could right, be anybody. Right, yeah. it could be the Hogs. And he said, when I learned to control the voices, I learned to control me. Yeah. Because yeah. that meant that I was in control, not my surroundings. Right. Josh Allen 
still strikes me as a guy that's hearing a lot of voices and it's showing up on Sunday. Well, the problem is, is he has like a pure heart and he's doing it for the right reason. Mm -hmm. You got to think before the season, Stefan Diggs is essentially just said he's mad at Josh Allen about something. Yeah. But it turns out, I think he was mad at management because they didn't go out and try to get DeAndre Hopkins after he took a pay cut. Then I'm sure there was some things with Josh Allen not playing well in that last game against Cincinnati at home in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Well, subconsciously, and Stefan Diggs is that dude. He's a, he's a top four receiver. I'll nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Take him as my number one all day long. Mm -hmm. Plus, he's family. So, mm -hmm. um, But subconsciously, and, and consciously, uh, consciously, I think he's looking for him every single time versus um, you had Kincaid that you drafted in the first round. You got Knox. You got um, you got Davis. Uh, you got number 11. You got plenty of options to kind of gut punch people. Are these Josh Allen preferred options? They're do you think, all, well, they're do you think all his, he had a voice They're all his preferred, who was being brought They're all his approach. preferred option. But when the games are close and you've always and he's had so much success against New England, sometimes you just kind of just all right, I'm going to Steph here. Well, then you do that two or three times, it doesn't work out. Well, these other guys either come uninterested or they're covered. And also, don't think Darth Vader up there in Foxborough doesn't evaluate how you're he thinking. He knows your tendencies. Right. And so I think when you play against New England, the teams that really play do well against the New England is a running quarterback, which or a, the ability to run. And then also when you just take what they give you over and over and over, because that's what new England wants to do on offense. They replicate, they, they, they make it so it's cohesive. And so, you know, I think Buffalo right now, you know, playing against Tampa at home is and, and it's probably better that they get to play quickly. Um, you know, they got to figure it out. Now, look, you, 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 Matt Milano being out, you know, for the season after that, I think they, really dropped the ball on when they went over to London and played because the guys were tired. So obviously what you did during the week didn't match up. Mm -hmm. Then you lose an all pro linebacker who was in the middle. Now the guy that came in, Kennard has really done played well, but Matt Milano is a guy that they had the game plan for. Von Miller is still working himself back into shape and then you lose white. And so you lose a lot of big pieces to this defense that didn't have a lot of depth. And so, they're reeling right now. They're running the ball a little bit better, but they just need to get better and more cohesive all three levels. Yeah, I listen, and he needs to play better. And I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody that watches the NFL thinks that Buffalo's not talented. Yeah, they're not as talented as as it seems because you have that dude at quarterback that makes up for a lot of deficiencies. Is that it? Is that is 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 he really the guy? He, he's that dude. Okay. He's that. He's one of the three. He's one of the four. I mean, he's that dude. But when you have that dude and he can do so many things and he just is becoming into that dude, you have to make sure that you just take the little kind of, you know, quick jabs as well. 
And so when and so when we, when the offense was doing well after the Jets game, that's what they were doing: check downs to Cook. You you had Latavius Murray. You had the you know you kind of had a good rhythm. Then you and then Diggs Diggs would be eight for one fourteen in, in a touch. But when you haven't when you're overfeeding him in the first half, that lets you know you're bypassing a lot of the guys that have been successful. And so they've been a little bit injured as well because Knox has been out. He helps them because he's a two way tight end. Is that play calling? Is that scheme? Is that I think it's a little bit on play calling. I think right. Ken, I think Ken, Ken Dorsey's a new new OC. Well, but and, that's what that's what concerns me about right. the the voice in your head. Right. That if you give Dorsey as a leader access to Josh Allen's brain, right? Are you helping him <laughs> or not? Well, and then you gotta you gotta include Stephon Diggs in there. And then you gotta have to make sure it's backed up by the head coach. So there's you're not just it's not just the voices; it's personalities. And the per and, and and that's what's on the on the on the forefront right now. And so that's the we just talked about Mike Tomlin. We talked about being able to manage personalities and manage egos and be able to take guys and that you see something in and believe in them and get the most out of them and stuff like that. So that's what you know. McDermott is you know now has been one of the things Leslie Frazier had told me that he didn't like you know that the reason why he stepped away right where McDermott wanted to be a little bit overbearing. Um, focused on defense and a little bit of that stuff can, you know, you know, seep into the offense, right? Because you got to think, if you're a head coach and I'm calling the defensive plays, I'm dealing with the defense in between series, right? And then the offense and getting into Dorsey's ear or Dorsey talking to Josh Allen as the thing's going on, you know, it, it you know, becomes a little bit of a problem. Does, does that happen in every good NFL situation. It happens like a lot. Like Mahomes had to go through it, right? Right. Like he literally had to go through it. And they were a little bit concerned about whether it was Alex Smith's voice, was it the enemy's voice, was it Andy Reid's voice, was it uh, any variants of wide receivers, and now is it Kelsey? If you talk about it with Jalen Hurts, he's now hearing – Brown's voice the most and and Smith and right stuff like that. Well, I mean, well Smith a, is going to him because they they actually relate, like yeah. they actually connect on some things. I think for every top level quarterback, they go through a phase where they have to figure out how much of everybody else they're going to take in them, <laughs> so they yeah. can be as good as they're going to be. I mean, be. it's hard because when like you're a, when you're really talented yeah. you're you, it's not like you just got Jerry Rice and then Jay Foreman over there so you know Jay, you got to go there yeah. well when you got 2 3 4 5 options it's almost like an, it's almost like an NBA team that has too many really has too many really good players there's not enough minutes there's not going to be enough balls so you have to do a really good job of defining roles and who you know who does who does that better than anybody Andy Reid what you've seen it because he, he'll pick a guy, this is what we need you to do. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick before, Mike Tomlin and guys like that have done it so at, at an extreme level. So they eliminate all that before you step out on the field. So it's a learning process of being that dude. Telling, you know, Jay Foreman, listen, dude, I'll get it to you, okay? Right? Be ready. You got it. And, and it's hard because when you have such a close personal relationship with Stefan Diggs, who is very, like, up and down, right? Very emotional, very like impulsive. It's hard to manage because you always have that thing. Even if you're on a bench, if you're coaching me, you're thinking like Austin, who's Stefan Diggs. 
is he looking at me, giving me some sort of face he's and stuff like attention. that? He's he's listen. Even if he's not directly next to you, he's gonna hear. Right. Yeah. Or he's okay. gonna be doing something here where you feel it. So, you know, it's just one of those things, man. Tough, tough uh, business, but Buffalo will pull through it, and uh, you know, be better for it. I think as the defense gets better, that offense will be a lot better as well. So. NFL talk next where we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about Michigan because as the days goes on, uh, we still have to call come at call into question whether Jim Harbaugh or anybody on his staff knew because when somebody's standing next to you with cards and a full notebook or binder, I would like to say that you know who they are mm-hmm. and you know what they're doing, especially if they have cards of the signals of the other teams matched up with the plays and they have video evidence and then they have still shots. So, Jay Foreman, DP, Austin, Old School. We'll be, we'll, we will be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. 